If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello and welcome to another episode of But Why? But this is something a bit different. It's a condensed version. It's our favourite conversations about tricky subjects, revisited and reduced into bite-sized chunks. But here's the thing, 90% of it is video games, but it's not all video games, which is partly, if I'm being honest and cynical, why I've got into it, because I think it might be a thing. It might not, but you never know. But um, um, there's like a food channel. So uh, quite a lot of the time I watch, I watch Korean men eat fried chicken. That's, they're not talking and all the chat's in Korean, but they're just eating. Or like I watched a woman in Aberdeen make haggis um, just while me and this other bloke from Missouri watched her. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of But Why. This week, I'm actually joined by one of my friends, the wonderful Ellie Gibson, who you may know as one half of the Scummy Mummies. But actually... Ellie is a woman of many sides, and it turns out she is also an award-winning games journalist. In fact, it's safe to say I insulted Ellie when I got in touch with her and said, I'm wanting to do an episode about gaming. Do you think you'd be a good person for it? Turns out she would be more than capable of doing this. In fact, she's the perfect person for the job. So I don't know about you, but I think I'd go so far as to say I've got a bit of a fear of gaming, not in a phobia kind of way, but the image I have of gaming as a subculture is boys in hoodies in dark rooms playing computer games in the middle of the night. And my two boys recently got um, a Nintendo Switch and I can see that it's definitely clicked for them and it's something that they love. And as their parent, I obviously want to encourage something that they're into, but I'm terrified that they are going to become kind of, yeah, boys in a basement not socialising but this conversation with Ellie proved that I need to reconsider that and actually made me see gaming in a completely different light and understand that it's about community, it's about problem solving it's about socialising in fact almost the opposite of everything that I thought. We also touch on the fact that Ellie is a girl in a very male-dominated industry and how that's been for her, especially in comparison to the other side of her job as a scummy mummy, which is obviously very female-dominated. So it's a really interesting chat and one that I enjoyed, not least because she's my friend, but also because she's very interesting. Let's get going. You really are a woman of many talents. So this has been a very weird experience for me because I know you through like our mutual world of kind of mums on the internet. And that is how I know you through and through and through and have had the pleasure of doing so for a while. But I've spent the last few days looking at your other life where, like, you're you're just someone completely different in a different sphere. And it is so weird to me. (laughs) I love that, though. That's I like that. Yeah. I mean, but I I sort of in my head, everyone has that, don't they? Do you have another secret life? Not like not quite so stuck because the bit that really struck me is I've, I've watched a few videos of you being introed and I've sat on panels with you where you would do your intro, scummy mummy intro, and then you just intro yourself. I was like, what? It's like you've got a whole different, 
you know, a very successful career. Oh, I'm incredibly, I'm an incredibly big deal. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a video games journalist for, well, I've been one now for um, 20 years. So yeah, but I did it like as, as a full time before I had kids for over 10 years. So yeah, it's, it's a thing. But how do you, I mean, is, what's also interesting, I'm going to go quite heavy, is they're both fairly gendered worlds, but in opposite ways, aren't they? You know, our day-to-day, our, the mummy Instagram thing is we're around females all the time. And I'm imagining that in your gaming life, it's mainly men, is it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, when I started out in games, which again was like 20 years ago, definitely I was always the only girl um, certainly the only girl in the first magazines I worked for and then I was the only girl at the website I worked for for a long long time and in fact someone sent me a picture on Twitter the other day of a press event that we'd gone to so these press events used to fly us around the world and we used to you know pretend to give a monkeys about video games in exchange for a free dinner and um, there's like this press conference and it's literally me and like 60 men and they all look the same they're all white they're all like the same age and then there's there's like there's me yeah. and yeah, and it was it's weird, and I'm I'm thankful to say, um, you know, there are more people uh, doing it. Think because of the rise of things like YouTube and Twitch, it's become a bit more democratic. So there are more black people, people of color, more women um, doing it now, which is great. But obviously, there are still, as there is with everything, there's still massive problems with diversity and representation in in the industry. I'm obviously sitting here as a parent, and I've got like you've got two boys, and they are they got a switch at Christmas. Goodness me, we're in a whole a whole new world. I think I messaged you to say within two weeks, Greta, my youngest daughter, had put one of the games through the floorboards. So excellent. That was a shame. <laughs> they're, they're so small and so expensive. So they are. They come in these like decent sized boxes. Yeah. I think, fine. And then they're literally the size of postage stamps. So yeah. yeah, it's it's almost like they did that on purpose, isn't it? But uh, yeah, you would think that. so because there's no way of yeah. Anyhow, it's a good lesson in them learning to look after stuff. But I think. And I was asking people on Instagram yesterday, there is definitely a sense of fear from parents if you haven't been into the gaming world about feeling, I think you have this image of your kid going into gaming and sitting in a dark room for the the rest of eternity. And having done this research, there is so much more to it than that. Like, what's my question? As a parent and your boy's now getting into it, do you understand that concern or are you able to completely come at it knowing that it's a good thing for them to get into gaming? I mean, I'm I'm trying to see it from the perspective of people like you, because obviously I grew up with games and I love games. and But I sort of got back into the games thing from the parenting angle mm-hmm. because I had so many um, parents at school, at the school gates and stuff, and people like you messaging me, um, asking me about it. And I was like, wow, there is this big gap in knowledge because a lot of us, you know, played Mario Kart at university and, you know, whatever. But since then, it's all it's all gone quite... So I completely understand why people... Why should you automatically know how it all works? And it has changed a lot, because unlike telly or films or music, games is very much still an emerging form. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. art form, because I'm not a tosser, but it's an emerging medium. Uh, it's... It's changed massively. The, the difference is, as I would say, is as broad as it, from black and white films to you know color films since since mm. even just ten, in the last ten years, even. So it's of course it's very complicated. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to answer some of those questions now. Do you think we've got? Yeah, there's a problem in that we've got a stereotyped idea of a gamer in our heads, I guess, and I think. 
until I've done this research, I didn't quite understand the social side of it. So it feels like it's somebody opting out of socialising, but it is actually just socialising in a different way, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's opting in, I would say. And that's part of the reason I let my child play quite so much. Uh, because, because, yeah, when I was a kid, that's what gaming was. I took myself off to my bedroom, maybe with my brother, and we just sat there and we, you know, but but often on my own. And I was in there mm. for hours. Um, but now with games like Fortnite and Minecraft and Mario Kart, and all, you can play online. That's been amazing. My son goes on there. And, you know, he chats to his mates every day, half past three. They hang out and they chat. Mm. They chat mainly about the game, but they're still interacting and they're still connecting. And and I really like that. But that's, of course, not to say it's not without its problems and stuff you have to manage and, you know. Yeah, because another question was, like, how much is too much? And actually, even looking at my two children, their age and their personalities, their capacity for it is completely different so there isn't a very neat oh you know at, at five they should be on for this long you have to see how it affects them don't you yeah I, th- I everybody including me wants this magic number of like right it's two hours 47 minutes and after that your child goes wacko but it just it doesn't exist that number partly because nobody's done any actual research into that mm-hmm. because it would be ethically wrong uh, <laughs> to just put a child in front of a screen for six days and see what happens but um so I do. So I, I have this games Instagram, Ellie Gibson Games, and I did an Instagram live with Philippa Perry, who's a psychotherapist who wrote the brilliant book, uh, the book you wish your parents had read, which is the best parents book I've ever read. And um, I asked her this question, and she said, "It is. It is like so many things. We all want to say right two hours or one. Hour. It is different for every child and every." Mm-hmm family yeah you've inspired me as I said because I I feel like it wasn't for me but I think it is definitely well now I know I'm really good at Tetris I'll just drop that in again um I think I think it's going to be my thing and have a look as well um there's a bloke called Andy Robertson who's he's written this this book actually but he's got um taming which is I mean it's quite it's quite hefty it's all about um you know, games and kids, and it's got, and and this has got the actual science in it. So this has got the actual stuff about the research, about what effect games have on kids and stuff. Okay, that's that's really useful. And it's got reviews of games as well. And he's got a website called taminggaming.com, which is fantastic. And I'm plugging it just because I'm not, you know, he's not paying me or anything. It's just so useful because you can go taminggaming.com and you can like use filters. You can go, right, I've got a Nintendo Switch and I want games that are, for age six Mm -hmm. and I want a a learning game or a calming game or a cooperative game and and just press go and it will bring up a list of games with their prices and with their ages and all the stuff it's fantastic that's useful thank you something I found and I was like oh wow I should have done that but I would never have been bothered I was just thinking that that was your I think there's something out there that you can there's an something you can do I'm going to think on it yeah. um, and, uh, and learn a language Clemmy now to learn a language what are you going to learn well I'd, I'd learn French because I'm called Clementine and I always feel like my heart is a bit French and I yeah but you have inspired me I'd like a French friend well thank you so much um oh, it's I'm... lovely really lovely just chatting I'm yeah. getting we're doing a podcast because it's just like chatting just to a mate talking. and it's lovely so I do miss you and uh... yeah and you're only down the road we, maybe we could see each other for a coffee and a walk soon we'll be able to have more, more than just us two we could with the Helen Thorne oh get her to bring her tinder pictures that'll brighten up your Tuesday 